Hey, it's Greg Allen from the Electrician Success Academy. Did you know that the Academy Mastermind has its own private podcast? It makes it super easy for you to consume the video content with single sign-on linkage to the videos if you need to go and watch the video in our training platform. It has been one of the biggest changes that we've made in the Academy Mastermind and has helped propel electrical businesses forward from all over the world. doesn't matter where you are, these principles are universal and can help you do better in business. If you want a free 30-minute business strategy session, head over to the link in the show notes and book in your free strategy session today with one of our success managers. We look forward to seeing you there. That's a, that's a big thing I, I know a lot of people are facing and they're not used to quickly adapting and changing and the, um, the mobility there. So because they're used to doing everything the same way and, it's, and it just made profit nonstop and then something like coronavirus hits us and we're mm-hmm. like forced into this place of change and it's very uncomfortable for a lot of people so do you have any tips around that of how people can feel more empowered around that and and take action sooner yeah so i think letting go of the idea everything has to be perfect so my mentor made uh three million dollars selling a google doc i'm just gonna say that again using a google doc three million dollars using a google document it wasn't pretty wasn't perfect just a google there was spelling mistakes there was grammar errors the point being, like the reason I'm using this as an example is one of my biggest assets, but it also has a shadow element, but we can talk about that later, is that I will just keep going and I'll just keep pivoting and I'm versatile and I have no attachment if something doesn't work. I will keep trying until it works. We it, There's no failure, there's just feedback. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no failure, there's feedback. That's it. So keep going until the feedback mirrors actually what you want. Um, put your feelings aside, you know. Warren Buffett said somebody who can't control their emotions can't control their money. It's the same in business. You know, our, our feelings need to remain neutral. And I know it's difficult right now because people are in scarcity because of what's happened. And I understand that. But the more you can cultivate a place of presence and act more like a shelling monk rather than a neurotic person worried that they're going to run out of money, the more success that you're going to have. So park your feelings, stay centered, and then just be willing to let go if something doesn't work. The more time you waste, the less success you'll have. There's people listening to this that maybe they might listen to this six months from now when the whole coronavirus, as the the the, the panic has actually dissipated. Then they're going to be into economic challenges, mm-hmm. which is the mass economy. There's always going to be something, is my point. And are you willing to be like water, like Bruce Lee, be fluid or rigid? And the entrepreneurs that are willing mm-hmm. to be like water, fluid, they end up winning. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. for sure. I just want to jump over because I know specialty of yours, Jeff, is leadership. Um, mm-hmm. When you are someone who is able to, and agile to change to the market conditions or something's not working, you change quickly. That's, I believe that's one of the reasons why I've been able to build and automate my businesses. But my, what I always faced was challenges from staff who were rigid and they couldn't adapt and change as fast as I could. And I, mm-hmm. they, just, they just kept saying, oh, here mm-hmm. we go again, changing again. It's like, mm-hmm. but that wasn't working, so we're changing. So how do we go about leading a team through this period uh, when they're so rigid also and they're not willing to change? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Well, ultimately, it's our responsibility as leaders to, to, to take full responsibility for what's working or not working in our company. And so we always have to reflect on that. And oftentimes, leaders will blame their staff for a lack of results, but ultimately, it's always on us, first thing. Second thing is, after having consulted many companies in this domain, um, I, there's, there's a guy that started the dollar uh, beer club, yeah. actually, 
Yep. And I did. I had a conversation with him, and he said, he goes, the way I look at it is like this with my team. If you told me that you had to, that you were that I was required to fire everyone on my team, who would I fight to keep? And then I'll keep them. And anyone he wouldn't fight to keep, he let them go. This is a great opportunity right now to let people go because I'm I'm originally from Silicon Valley, which is the United States, and uh, originally born in Hawaii, then moved to Silicon Valley. I come from an extremely entrepreneurial family. Uh, my father was the first co-founder and CEO of Odesk, which is now Upwork. So that's all I know. And I can tell you that having grown up in the States, that when people don't perform and they're not fluid and they don't have an entrepreneurial mindset, they get, they're gone. Now, when you come into, into Australia right now, it's nothing wrong with it. It's just a different culture is that people that don't perform tend to be, tend to sometimes can stick around. We have different laws. Different laws. Different laws. Yeah. So we're a little more, I guess you could say different in the States around stuff like this. They don't perform, they're gone. Um, and it might sound cutthroat, but actually, I think there's a midpoint between what the States does and here. I think it's both polarized too much in one direction. Mm-hmm. My point is this, is that if I wouldn't fight for them, I don't want to keep them. Second thing is, when you're, you're going to rip the bandit off, do it hard. Don't like If you have five people in your organization that you want to actually let go of, but you start off really slow, what you actually want to do is, is get rid of all five. And now you have the perfect HR reason to actually do that. I know some organizations right now had a conversation that literally are like, okay, this is my window, out. Yeah. So that's the second thing. Third thing is that, is that um, in an organization, even though they're not actually entrepreneur, they're not actually entrepreneurs, what you want to make sure is in your company is entrepreneurial spirit, mm-hmm. which is ability to adapt. So, the, so if they can't handle a few of those changes, they're probably not right. If, and it's time to let them go. If they're if they're not able to hold a vision for your company during this time, let them go. Perfect timing during these times of chaos. You'll find out what people are made of. And I think the last thing as a leader is I is to instill certainty in your team. Right now, this is when we rise up. If you're not willing to rise up, you're probably not going to make it. But if you are, this is what I'm actually looking for. And and if you do this, and as we do this together. My commitment to you is that you will you'll be able to stay. We'll get through this, and we'll rise, and we'll be a stronger company from it. Mm. Yeah, totally. I really love what you said there, and about ripping the bandaid off quickly and firing all five at once, or whatever it is. I think that's really great because if you do it one at a time, it's instilling fear in the staff. They see one at a time dropping out. It's like, oh my god, that, yeah. I could be next. You know exactly. And and we need to instill confidence. And the other thing is is is. If you want to attract top talent, you've got to, you've got to actually fire the ones that are weak. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the top talent will actually be proven to leave. Exactly. If you want to, the difference between a million-dollar organization, a $100 million organization, and billions of dollars of organization is a, they hired people that were they weren't average. They were spectacular. They were better at hiring people. They were smarter than the leaders they were actually brought in. So, But spectacular people do not hang around groups when there's a couple weak links those weak links will kill your organization mm-hmm. other thing is as a leader it's our responsibility to have be willing to have fierce conversations i once had a conversation with my father i had to have a very tough conversation with it um when i was dealing with the investment with um, a couple key principles in it and and i had to deliver some pretty bad news and he said son your willingness to have a a fierce conversation or a tough conversation is directly proportional to how much success you'll have in your life. You want to lead your company, you better be willing to have tough conversations. Totally. With clients and staff. 100%. And suppliers. 
Yep. Yep. Uh, love that. Love that message there. Thank you for sharing that.